Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. I'm Lisa Kay, and today's show is called Intuition Science. There's incredible science that proves that intuition and psychic abilities do exist, and we're going to talk about what science says about intuition, and how you can improve yours just by knowing a little bit more about that science and a little bit more about your own biology. When you understand the science, you can make your intuition work for you. Intuition is part of your brain biology. So we're going to have a nice chat about that today, and if we have some time, we're going to talk also about the three signs that you might have intuition power, even though you might not think you do. So let's begin. Science says that there is no time and space, right? You hear that all the time, that we live in a multidimensional universe and that we're all connected through energy. And really what scientists are telling us is that there's a larger world out there than we can see and feel. Uh, And that's part of why I studied science, uh, because I, I wanted to know what's going on out in the world. And so I wondered, um, you know, if there is more out there and we're only seeing a small part of it, why not? Why not believe that people can predict the future or maybe even read other people's minds? That's something that I've always pondered and maybe you, you know, we can open up your mind to that as well. So you would think because I am someone who loves science and has studied scientists and, uh, science and is a scientist, that uh, I might have discovered things that showed us that there is no such thing as psychic abilities or intuition, but actually I found the opposite. You know, it's said that we only use 10% of our brain power, and people make the assumption that the other 90% is kind of up for grabs within that other 90%. But in actuality, our entire brain is being used all the time. It's just that we're not aware of it. We are consciously processing only a small amount of what's going on in our brains because, you know, if you if you were able to know what was going on, it might be too much for you. The rest of our brain is busy with keeping our body running and processing information that we really don't need to pay attention to. And much of what's going on in our brain is unconscious. It's that quote other 90 percent. And if we were aware of what's going on in the rest of our brains, you know, we'd probably be completely overwhelmed. So let's let's take a little bit of an example here. For example, our senses are picking up massive amounts of information each millisecond. And the brain is processing that information and, and trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, and it does it very well. So what do we mean by our senses? It's our eyes, our ears, our... Um, our sense of feeling, and also our brains are 
busy taking care of our body and our body functions, you know, regulating our temperature and digesting our food and making sure that um, we're healthy and also that we're handling what's going on in our environment, whether it be stress um, or other things. (laughs) Diane Hennessy-Powell, who is an MD and a PhD, she gives examples in her book, the book called is called the ESP Enigma. I would suggest you read it if you're interested in in intuition and psychic phenomena and science. It's really an amazing book. And in her book, she wrote this: Our senses handle a tremendous amount of information during ordinary perception. Whenever we look at something, our brains have to make trillions of calculations within milliseconds with visual information to create the image. Our brains determine the depth of objects by their shadows and the subtle differences between the images seen by our two eyes. We see thousands of different color hues, even though our retinas only have three types of cones, each of which represents a primary color. All of those calculations are done without conscious awareness. And this is just a fraction of the information processed unconsciously. So just think about that. Think about what is going on in our brains. There's a lot of things going on. Now, part of the reason why we're not aware of all the things that are going on, again, as I mentioned, is that we'd be overwhelmed. So there's still things that are happening. Still information is being taken in by our brains, by our bodies, and being processed, but we're not aware of it. So, you know, what's going on in that other 90% of our brains that we're not consciously aware of. It could be things that we don't know that we know. Perhaps it's something that we've forgotten or maybe it was fleeting and we knew about it and it disappeared. Or it could also be things that our brain is picking up that are beyond explanation. Now science has found that the brain can actually predict events in the future before we are even aware of it. And this is out of some of my research that I've done in using the science uh, to demonstrate that we actually are intuitive and psychic. And it's really, really fascinating. So in scientific experiments where they measured the brain's reaction to what they call random events, they found that people's brains actually could predict when a special event was going to happen. So what does that mean in layman's terms? Um, What they did was they were testing to see if the brain was reacting ahead of time to some event. And I'll describe, I'll give you an example. So they, the people that they tested had to predict when a target was going to appear. In this case, it was winning uh, a winning combination of pictures or a winning combination. So, for example, on a slot machine, you get three cherries, you get the three cherries, and that, and you win. So people had to predict when that was going to happen. Or they might have to predict when a particular colored light would be illuminated out of several colored lights. So maybe you had uh, three lights, red, white, and blue, and you had to predict when the red one was going to light up, even though they all would light up at different times randomly. And these science experiments, they found out that the brain would unconsciously choose the correct randomly selected target. And this would happen fractions of a second before the person was even exposed to it. So they would be sitting there and it would be like, okay, here's some flashing lights. Um, you know, let us know when the red one, you think the red one's going to come up. And the brain would actually react 
before the person said or did anything to that red light before it, it came up. They were measuring their brain waves and they would see that there was a change in their brain waves just before that target came up. Again, this was scientifically shown. So our brains can actually predict the future even before we are aware of it. And it seems that we can perceive um, through the, you know, through our brains, the world that the physics that physics tells us exists, right? The multi dimensions that we can tap into the future, and quite possibly, you know, I would like to believe that we can connect into what people know as universal consciousness or even our creator. So in this way, it's possible that we can get a message, say, from our angels or receive divine guidance or connect to what we might call our spirit guides. And this reminds us that there's really more out there than what we are aware of, that our brains are wired to filter out much of what's going on in the world around us. And it gives us all hope that maybe, you know, we really can sense and maybe eventually know all the mysteries of the universe. Maybe even be more fully part of all that is just by expanding our awareness and learning how to tap into that part of us that is able to perceive things that are beyond what we can see consciously or physically. So that brings up a lot of interesting thoughts. You know, what is it that's going on in our brains? Um, we can actually learn how to improve tapping into that part of our brains that's going that's doing things that we're not aware of. And we can learn to tap into our um our intuitive side, which is mostly in that ninety percent that we're not aware of. And we can also learn how to improve our ability to control what our intuition is telling us. So tapping into that 90% of our brain power has information for us, but most of the time it goes unnoticed. And if we learn how to work with it and practice, practice, uh, it's like learning how to ride a bike or learning how to read. We all can learn how to improve our awareness of our intuition, awareness of what's going on in the 90%, the other 90%, or maybe even the the 50% or the 40%. It's just a matter of knowing you know, what those steps are, and then we have to practice. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that and how to do that. Uh, and as we're going through our show today, um, but I wanted to take a, a little bit of a break here and tell you that we are out there on Facebook. And if you go to facebook.com slash between heaven and earth, you're going to find us there. Uh, that is the, the Facebook page for our show. And you can post Hopefully we're out there. You're out there posting. If you're not live, you can post um, uh, anytime. If you're listening to the archives, go over there. We'd love to hear from you. I am monitoring that Facebook page all the time, and we often put up things that are maybe inspiring. Um, we talk about you know what our guests talk about, which are everyday spirituality topics. And so again, it's facebook.com/slash Between Heaven and Earth, and you can go there. And we've got a nice following of a of quite a few thousands of um, likes. And and again, we also have some nice um, posts there. So you can reach us there. You can also get us on Twitter. If you want to go to Twitter, you can uh, put in the hashtag LMK88 and we'll see you there. Um, and just use that. So 
we're going to come back a little bit later and talk about our intuition science and how you can, when you know about the science of the brain, it'll help you work and develop your intuition. We'll be right back. This is Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, and we bring you all kinds of wonderful topics. Uh, I am an intuition expert, and today we're talking about intuition science. So let's continue. We're gonna we're talking about how the science of our brains is actually gives us some insight into how our intuition works, and that there is actual science behind intuition. So we're gonna so we were talking about how learning to improve your intuition or learn or understanding the science of your brain is gonna help you learn how to improve yours. Now most of us experience an intuition as a random event. Uh you know, people always say that to me, oh it just pops up and I don't know where it came from. It's it's something that kind of happens haphazardly that we don't have any control over. And people say, oh, I wish I could make it you know, happen when I want it to happen. And sometimes our intuition gives us information in little pieces, and the pieces only make sense later. But in the beginning, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And this is where a lot of us start. But the thing is, we can develop our intuition so we can go from these random pieces to getting intuitive information on what we want and when we want it and get more detail. And that is linked to the brain science. Because if you understand how your intuitive processor works in your brain, which is mostly the right side of your brain, then you can understand the messages that it's trying to give you uh, because bits and pieces are part of how that side of your brain works. And as you get better at it, you can get lots of detail information. And that's, again, you know, why um, why people seem to be very intuitive, very psychic, and get all kinds of amazing information. Uh, but you have to know how that works in, in the right side of your brain. And I go a lot into that in uh, the course that I teach, and we talk lots about the intuitive processor and the right side of your brain and understanding all its characteristics and how it functions. And once you really understand that, then you go, oh, gosh, I get it now. I understand how I'm getting intuitive messages, how I'm getting uh, how the right side of the brain is, is talking to us. And when you understand its language, then you can understand the messages. So let, I'm going to give you a little hint right now. I'm going to give you a little uh, preview of how that works um, in our brains. So you can try some of this at home and it, and see if it helps you. Um, one of the things you can do, and I always tell people this is the most important thing to do, is to practice your intuition. And you can practice doing lots of everyday uh, activities and use your using your intuition. And the more you do it, the more you're going to see how it works in you, how to make it happen, and also um, what it's like. And when you try it, and you can see it working, then you know, oh, I do have it, and also I can see how it comes to me. So if you want to get some intuition exercises, you can go to my website at lmk88.com. That's my initials. (laughs) And my favorite number, lmk88.com. 
and sign up for my newsletter there, and you'll get a free ebook and it has lots of exercises. And I'm, I'm going to give that to you um, for free, so you get that just for signing up. Uh, and also, I give lots of great stuff out for free all the time, videos and e-docs and exercises. We have uh, webinars and so on. So one of the things you want to do when you get those exercises is to understand the following. You know, we our, the way our intuition works is that we trigger it, and that's how we can actually get more control over it. So once we understand that and how to trigger it, we can watch out for the way it speaks to us, how we get this information and get and start to make sense of that information that comes from that 90% of our brain. And this, um, again, this 90% of our brain uh, is, or I'm going to even say 50%, is most likely the right side of our brain, again, which is that intuitive processor. It's also, uh, you know, side note, the right side of our brain is more connected to our our um, feelings, our physical feelings, which is like our gut feel, right? So I thought that was really interesting in some of the research I did. Um, the right side of our brain is the side, it, it, the way it thinks, it doesn't think like the way you think it would. <laughs> it actually only thinks in symbols and abstract terms. That's why the messages don't always make sense, because they're in symbols and they're abstract. It's also the side, um, the way it it, it processes information is it's always thinking, it's always uh, aware of the here and now, let's put it that way. And it's also aware of the big picture. So if you were to go out into your into the yard or go out somewhere where you've been many, many times and all, you look out quickly and then you say, hey, something is missing, right? Um, or, some, that, or that, uh, you know, that beach ball was there on my, on my lawn the other day. That's what the right side of your brain is what figures that out, that notices that. So it's in the here and now, and it gets the big picture. And again, that's how our intuition gives us information. It's showing us information in symbols, abstract terms. It's often giving us the big picture, right? It's uh, that's the right side of your brain. That's your intuitive processor. If you want to develop your intuition, you need to understand that. Um, Now, the difference between our left brain, which is where we mostly are consciously thinking and where we reason and rationalize, is that the right side is not nice and sequential. Um, it also doesn't have any words. So you say you want to ask your intuition, oh, well, explain this to me in, in words that I can understand and, you know, like a story. And it doesn't talk that way. It talks in symbols. It talks in big pictures. It talks abstractly. And we need to practice noticing how the, that information, the right side of our brain, it, is giving us information to understand um, what it's saying. Again, the right side of our brain gives us information that appears in symbols and big chunks of information, and then we refine that and as we exercise our intuition. So the key is a step-by-step process to develop those skills. If you go through these steps and practice them in different scenarios and situations and different situations, just like I was saying about practicing, you can really understand how your intuition works for you. And it's just like learning how to swim or play tennis. You know, in the beginning, you're not so good at it, but then you practice and it helps you learn how it just works for you. You know, I can't explain, somebody couldn't, or you know, I can't explain to you how to swim or how to play tennis and then you'd be able to go out and, um, be a champion swimmer or play a game of tennis, you have to do it, right? 
And that's how intuition is. And I think particularly because a lot of intuitive messages are through, say, feeling or flashes of knowing, um, it, it you have to experience it. So it can help to know and understand how... Um, you know, it works within you, but also, you know, and also if you hear how other people experience it, it's it's helpful. Uh, I'll go, uh, if I have time, I'll go through that, some of my experiences, and because you might experience it in a similar way, but you have to actually do it. So when you're doing it, then you're going to see how these messages come specifically to you, and then you're going to notice them, you're going to grab onto them, and then the messages become more powerful because you're going to know whether it's you or whether you're making it up. Okay, so let's start with some steps, and then we'll we'll go to break. Um, but we'll do a, a little bit of this first. So here are some steps in working with your intuition. We talked about it first. Um, the first step is to trigger it, and the reason why that works with the right side of our brain is because our our you know our brains are awake. And they're always, it's always processing um, and reacting to what we're thinking and what we experience. So you have to get it to respond to you. And sometimes, because our right brain is uh, mostly with symbols and, and feelings and um, sort of what they call the gestalt, the big picture uh, impressions, that's what it's giving us. It's the the we have to treat it as if it's like you know as if we're talking to some someone else sometimes that helps us so you trigger your intuition by asking a question and the your intuition will respond your right brain will respond you might have noticed this when you ask yourself a question your left brain responds right you, you we tend to respond to ourselves what happens is you know you say gee you know um I wonder why such and such is happening. And then your brain starts to think of reasons why it could be happening. Uh, that's the left side. That's the left side that's judging and trying to figure things out. Well, the right side responds too. It's just that it's quieter. And that's the intuitive side. So it's, very, it's, so it's great to know, hey, you know, I can trigger my intuition by just asking a question. Um, now, it's very important to know the kind, what kind of question to ask because... Uh, if you ask, say, a yes or no question, the left side, your judgment side, which is non-intuitive, will respond very quickly and kind of drown out the right side, which is not what you want to do. So what you do is you ask a question that is open-ended. And so an open-ended question would be, um, what's the best thing for me to do today um, to feel energized? And as opposed to... Should I drink this power drink or not to, to get more energy? You, that's a yes or no question. So you don't want to do yes or no questions. You want to do these open-ended questions. And you can ask yourself, um, you know, if you can't formulate a question, you can always ask something like, what do I need to know about such and such? Or what do I need to know for my highest good? And that, that's something I always like. So you can try this right now. Ask yourself. What do I need to know for my highest good today? And you pause and wait for an impression. So why don't you do that? We'll take a few seconds. What do I need to know for my highest good today? Okay, what's the first thing that came to you? Notice what came. It's not. It may be a word. It might be a feeling. 
it might and and feelings are really good. Pay attention to what those feelings are because that's normally how we you know beginners get their intuitive messages first. Again, your intuitive the intuitive part of your brain is going to send you intuitive answers as impressions. And these impressions are could be a feeling, it could be a word, a thought. Um, you know, feelings are good. It might be, and I felt when uh, today, which was sort of when I asked that question, what do I need to know for my highest good today? I felt um, a little bit tense, and which is an interesting thing. So why would that be? So the next thing you can do is ask another question. You know, why am I feeling tense? And pause and see what impressions come up. And that's what we do. We're asking questions, and we're asking questions, and we're gathering impressions, and we're gathering the pieces, and eventually it'll form an answer for us that makes sense. That's how it works. Trust me, it works for me. And we'll be right back after this station break. And we're back. Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth, and we're here. We're so glad we're here. We're so excited. I am so excited. Uh, I've been doing this show for a long time, since 2008, and we're going to, let me tell you a little bit about what's coming up soon. We're going to be bringing on our guests. We usually have um, guests every now and then, and we've got a great lineup for you. We've got a bunch of um, spiritual business people. We've got um, book authors. We've got... um, spiritual entrepreneurs and uh, let's see we've got some people who are are we're looking to bring on who are talk about um psychic phenomenon uh talk about uh how to improve yourself through you know bringing out the best in you how to find your passion in life so we're going to do all that for you and and you'll have me um every week we're going to be talking either to a guest or we're going to be talking about some really wonderful spiritual topics. So far, we've been doing a little bit of focus on intuition uh, because that's my expertise, but we talk about other things and things like positive gratitude, decluttering, um, letting go and letting God. They've been really great. And I will probably bring on my um, my old co-hosts who are out there and we'll, we'll do, they'll be back uh, once in a while on the show. So we're at the 30-minute mark, and I usually like to do announcements here um, as we're talking. Again, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash between heaven and earth. That's for the radio show. You can find me at lmk88.com. And I wanted to offer you something for free. I've got a free video series that answers the common questions people ask about intuition. And those questions are, how do I make my intuition happen when I want to? How do I make? How do I know it's my intuition and I'm not making it up? And how do I get more detailed information from my intuition? And I have a free video series that answers all of those. In fact, um, we're up to our second one. But if you've missed the first one, you can go back and see it, and you can sign up for that. And at this URL, it's very easy. It's called intuitiononly.com. Intuitiononly.com. And if you go there, uh, just sign up, and you'll start getting the free series and announcements to it right away. and um, Or you can go to my website and look under what's hot and you'll find a link that says three free videos in blue. So you just click on that. And later this month, I'm going to be giving a Developing Your Intuition online class. 
And those free videos will actually give you a good head start. And it, this class is really awesome. I've taught it before. I taught it in person. We're doing it online. It's a comprehensive class that goes over all the things you need to develop your intuition and uh, come out and and be awesome at it and explain in depth all the things we're talking about. You can do the course anywhere at home or on your way to work uh, because you can do it on your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your iPhone, your Android, or maybe soon the Apple Watch, uh, anywhere you have access to the Internet. And what you get on there is you actually get to interact with me. I will be doing a call once a week with the students, and we do intuition exercises, which they love. And I get to help you. I get to help each student. Uh, and it's great because we watch you guys grow and show you what, you know, help you through things that you're having problems with and help uh, show you how your intuition is working for you. And sometimes people get a little bit of a a reading, um, but we do do these Q&A sessions um, with just the online students. So uh, if you're interested in the class, you should look at the videos and sign up um, because you'll find out more about how to do that. And if you are a level one graduate, uh, whether you've been with me online or in person, you can join these calls, my Q&A calls, free forever. And if, once you are a graduate with me, those of you who know and who've done it, you know that I give you guys bonuses all the time. So uh, come join our family. It's a great group, and everybody is so wonderful. It's a wonderful group of like-minded people who enjoy their, each other, and there's no, um, there's nothing scary or no co- competition. Everybody just helps each other, and it's it's wonderful. So. Um, telling you what we're going to go about. I, you know, one of the things I teach about also in the class is metaphysical energy. Uh, everybody asks about that. What is this psychic energy thing? And it's part of the science, you know, the biology of um, intuition, that there is an overlap. There's an overlap between your psychic, your metaphysical energy, your psychic energetic body, and the biology, your physical um, body. And it's really fascinating, and we, we talk about that and how it, the neural pathways actually follow the meridians of your energetic body, and we show how that works and how you can work with it and use it and how to raise your metaphysical energy, how to protect yourself from energy uh, that you may not want, and how to, um, you know, use, how to develop all your psychic senses. So if you're interested in the class, sign up for those free videos and you're going to get information on how to register in about a week or so. We're going to start up at the end of the month, which is we're in the month of April, right? So we're going to start up soon. And I am also going to do a level two class. That's really cool because you're going to learn how to do uh, use lots of really amazing techniques to predict the future, to go into someone's past, someone's um, future, your own future how to scan people's bodies to see what's going on inside them, uh, both metaphysically and physically, and how to use um, tools. So go to my website, lmk88.com, sign up, or intuitiononly.com. That's easy, right? So let's talk a little bit more again. Let's go back to our intuition science and talk about these impressions that you're getting. As you're doing these exercises, go so you could go and get my free ebook, right? And they have wonderful exercises in there. So it's important to be open. You remember, we're gonna we trigger our intuition with a question. It's important to be open for the answer and get that impression coming from the right side of a brain. 
you know, it can come to you through a feeling or a fleeting thought. You might hear a sound or a word or maybe even a phrase uh, or a picture in your head. And you're always going to get something again. People say, what's going to happen? What happens if I don't get it? Well, you will because you're always thinking, feeling, and sensing. And maybe you think it's you. Um, you might think that there's something going on uh, with you. But uh, in terms, you might not understand completely that um, it's your intuition because it gets kind of covered up with all your brain chatter. But it's in there. You just have to tease it out. So if your impression doesn't make sense to you, you can ask. Remember, we get this cycle of uh, questions. You can ask again, what does that mean? You know, why did I feel tense when I asked what's, what's out there for my highest good? Why am I receiving this? And you'll get another answer. So I'll give you an example. Um, and this actually, I think, happened to somebody. It was, uh, you know, they said, well, you know, I just got this color. I got the color yellow. What, I, don't, I didn't know what to do with that. Well, if you get the color yellow, you can ask, what does that color mean? And also, it's important to be aware of how you feel, either physically or emotionally, or what thoughts might have come along when you received that impression. You know, in this example, how did the color feel to you? Did you feel happiness? Does the color yellow have any particular meaning or symbolism to you? And as you go back and remember what you're thinking or feeling or sensing with that color yellow, you might recall more impressions. And this is part of your answer. Sometimes you get a complete idea or a thought or maybe a story. Um, that doesn't happen very often to people who are beginning. But these are part of your answer. And I would write them down. This is what I train people. Write everything down. You write all you get. And you might find that uh, some of the things that you get have certain significance to your meaning. They might be symbolic. It might be symbols for you. And these are keys to, the again, the message because symbols can express a lot of meaning. Remember, it's the right side of our brain that's working. That's our intuition processor. And the right side of our brain works in symbols. So what kinds of questions can we ask? We were talking a little bit about that earlier. The best thing is to ask. You can ask anything. Uh, the best thing to do in the beginning is to ask simple questions where the questions don't have a whole lot of weight to them. And it's better not to ask life-changing questions like um, what job should I pick or you know, where do I find my soulmate or should I move to another state. Not good questions to practice with. Uh, you want to ask things like, you know, which way should I drive to work today? And, you know, we're always making choices, always. In fact, um, I'm so aware of it that sometimes I get a little upset because it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, ask your intuition. And it's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I could do that. And uh, I have to remember to t- tune in. Um, you know, it, it's you are always, always having to make a decision, even if it's... Um, even if it's like, gee, should I take the elevator or the stairs? <laughs> uh, or somebody comes to you with, with something to choose and you have to choose. So you play with these exercises. Have fun with it. See what comes up from your intuition. You might be very surprised at the answers you receive. And remember, it's all practice. So, you know, again, I tell everybody this. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Uh, if it doesn't make sense, just let it go. You know, don't try to force the answer. Don't, you know... Don't try to um, make make whatever you get be the answer. It's just practice. So we get it, and and I think the key thing is to let go. 
Uh, and again, it's one of the things I try to get the students to do as I'm working with them. And we're doing the either online practices, exercises, or we do that um, in in the class. And, and everybody loves them uh, because they do get a lot of really amazing things. Um, but I think that the the most important thing is not to worry about whether you're going to get something, because you always will, and not to worry about what it is you get. Uh, again, it's it's practice. So if you're learning how to play tennis, um, which I've done, I, I've been learning for 17 years, uh, still not all that great, but you know you get used to not not hitting that ball because it came by to you know and you missed it, or um, serving. Serving is a you know ser- doing a serve is very difficult, uh, but you do get it after you practice and practice. So. Um, and and then when you do get a hit or you do get something that is right on and it's validated, hang on to that, celebrate, yay, I got it, I do that, um, and it's going to solidify it and make it stronger in your mind so that you know how you're getting things. And the next time something like that comes along, your brain's going to go, ooh, I know that, that's a message for me. So if you if you do get discouraged, don't be. Um, remember that science is telling us that there's much a much larger world out there than we're paying attention to. We just need to practice a new way of being aware of it. You know, you have to keep practicing, and you can practice uh, practice at times when you're just ready to have fun with getting these messages. Don't do it when you are tense or upset or you're having a tough day or um, or you need to get a particular answer to a, a message or I mean a question and say, oh, I'm going to try to use my intuition, practice my intuition, bad time to do it. Do it when you have, have fun with it. And it is fun. And if you come and do some of these with me, um, you're going to see how much fun it is. It's so exciting. It really is. And we'll be right back. back. This is Lisa Kay, and uh, I'm listening to all the ads. It's really kind of cool. Um, and this is Between Heaven and Earth, and we are talking about intuition. And, you know, I'm thinking actually right now, so you guys are all out there, this is live, but I was thinking we're going to do our next show uh, is going to be on positive gratitude. Positive gratitude is really awesome. It's uh, it's actually something that I have come up with. Um and we're going to talk about, you know, how to really do gratitude, be thankful, and what, what that is. So we're going to do that on our next show and have a lot of good stuff for you. So I wanted to do our last little segment here on the three signs that you might be intuitive or that you have the intuition power. Um, and again, my students are always saying, you know, when I give them examples that I went through, it's very helpful. I find it very helpful when I'm te- uh, I'm learning myself, you know, and I've asked this of other teachers, how did, how did that feel to you? What did you get? You know, what is, what is it that, um, how did, what do you experience? And when they tell me, that really gave me a lot of good clues to um, developing my intuition and getting better. Um, but what, is, what I wanted to go over was things that you might experience that show that you have intuition. And the reason is because, you know, I never thought I was intuitive. I, you know, growing up, you'd hear all these stories. Oh, I've been, you know, intuitive and psychic since I was two. And uh, that was not me. Um, I wanted to be. And I was, you know, these, I never had any really amazing experiences um, that showed that I was psychic. Uh, 
but we all are, right? And you probably are, you are as well, and you probably have had some experiences like this that I discovered we do have intuition, and it does come to us in, in these ways. So, you know, if, if you're like the way I was, you would love to have a strong and reliable intuition, but, you know, maybe like me, you, you weren't, you're not even sure whether you have intuition. Doubting yourself is a really big challenge when you start working out on working on your intuition. That's the big, big one, and we help you get over that. Um, but I've been there. I know what it's like. Everybody has some level of intuitive ability, some latent ability of intuition. It's part of our biology. We just talked about that and our natural-born instincts because we have instinct, right? It's all the same thing. And beginning to work with your intuition, it often feels like you're trying to I like to make the analogy like you're trying to catch a fish in a bowl of water with your bare hands. You know, you can go and you grab, and sometimes you often come up with nothing, and then you say, "Ah, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, you know, I don't have the ability." But you do, and let me explain that. Um, you might have experienced certain things that indicate that. So, again, we talked about how you might not recognize your intuition, and you know, again, it's it's part of you, and we ignore it just like that. You know. 90% of our brain, it's talking to us, but we just ignore it because we're used to ignoring it. We're used to listening to the left side of our brain. Um, but taking steps to noticing the, your in elementary intuition system can help you get a handle on, on how to grow yours. And to give you some hints on noticing your ability, here's some experiences that maybe you've experienced that give you signs that you have that intuition power. Um, and again, I like to share these because it, it helps people. So here's the first one. Have you ever found yourself saying, oh, I knew she was going to do that, or I knew he was going to pick that up. I knew he was going to go over there. I knew that was the chair he was going to sit in. Um, or I knew they were going to turn down that road or walk down that aisle. You know, For the longest time, I didn't think I had any childhood experiences of intuition, as I mentioned. And um, Going through teaching intuition development and realizing how it comes to you, I realized that, you know, looking back and thinking back, and you should think back on your childhood, and, and or, or maybe it doesn't have to go back that far. It could just be, you know, oh, I had that uh, happen to me. Uh, that I had the once in a while fleeting incidences of what were indications of these pre-psychic abilities or intuition. And they're... They're fleeting and they're subtle, and we often shrug it off as coincidence. Don't shrug them off. So here's an example. I remember a few times someone would do something, again, you know, that, oh, I knew they were going to do that. It was sort of a flash of a premonition. I I knew they were going to do something before they did it. Um, I, I, I think it was at lunchtime, uh, and, you know, there was probably a spread of things that you can pick up for lunch at the lunch bar, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you can choose, oh, do I want jello, do I want ice cream, um, things like that. And then you take it to the cashier and ring it up. Well, I would be behind somebody waiting for them to move and I, I, there would be a flash. I just, I, I knew he was going to pick that out of all those things. Um, it just would flash. It was not long or drawn out or detailed. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot of thoughts. So it was just a fleeting flash of knowing someone was going to pick up an object in front of me before they did it, even though they didn't indicate which one they were going to pick. Um, and again, sometimes it would be a knowing, uh, or sometimes my eye would be drawn to a thing that they were going to pick up. Um, 
sometimes it might be, uh, you know, you see a group of, I would see a group of strangers that I know exactly where they were going, even though I didn't know them, I didn't know where they came from, or I didn't know what they were going to do. It's like, oh, I, I knew they were going to go that way. How did I know that? Again, a coincidence, right? You don't know how you know. It just it just pops up. Now, a second sign that your intuition is working is when you have more coincidence. These coincidences happen to you. And as a, an adult, I would have flashes of these strange coincident co- coincidental events. And maybe you've had this particular one happen to you. For example, um, you might meet a, a complete stranger for the first time. And you have some knowing that that you're going to be close friends for a very long time. And this happened to me. It was very vivid. vivid. It was one day I was starting a new job. And my manager was taking me around, introducing me to the people on the team that I'd be working with. And he introduced me to this one particular woman. And the moment he said her name, I knew instantly that we, we would become close friends for a really long time. And it was like really, it was weird. I, it was vivid and it was weird to me because like, you know, why would, it just popped up in my head. Um, and I just knew we were going to be really good friends. And we did, and we are. We're still good friends. It's been over 20 years. But I just knew. And the funny thing was that I had this knowing and I had the knowing and it stayed with me. It didn't, you know, I just kept feeling it. Um and so I would relate to this, that my friend, this, well, she wasn't my friend at the time, but I would relate to her in a, in a more um, relaxed, friendly way, almost as if I knew that we were friends before we even knew each other. And, and, I, and I could sense that, you know, she, she was obviously still getting to know me. Um, so I had to remember, okay, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have this intuition and knowing <laughs> that, that we're going to get along really well. And we got it. We did. We got along very, very well. And I, I, I didn't know her at all. Um, so have you ever had a fleeting thought about someone that turned out to be true? Think about that. Did it come up very quickly? Maybe it was very vivid to you. It was very strong. And all of a sudden you just knew. Now, a third sign that your intuition is working is when suddenly an answer to a tough problem appears to you. It just comes out of the blue. And we often encounter very complex problems. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, the solution doesn't come easily. And it just, uh, and, and it's very common to ponder and, wa- and weigh out all the different scenarios. That's how we figure out answers to problems, right? We try to take it apart. We try to analyze it. And um, and then come up with a logical answer. But sometimes we get an answer that just appears. It's like experiencing that aha, that epiphany, and suddenly there's a clear answer to the problem. And it's the perfect solution. That's your innate intuition working. And that was something I didn't realize until um, later on. But as I used to manage lots of people and... Um, that's what I did. I basically was a project manager and I had a lot of people working for me and we developed software and we developed big complex uh, applications and, and um, technology solutions for companies. And I had people that would come and they come into my office and they would have a problem. 
and it was either personal or technical or a combination of the two, and they'd be working it out themselves and couldn't figure out how to do it, and so they came to me and said, we can't fix this, we don't know what to do, um, you know, we're stuck, and this is a bit, this, and basically, we're done, <laughs> and this is, you know, um, and I would listen to what they had to say, and I'd pause for a moment, and then an answer would appear. It would just be very clear to me um, who needed to be involved, what they needed to do, and how it would quickly solve the problem. Now, you might say that was experience, and, and part of it may have been, uh, but I think that a lot of it was not, um, that it wasn't based on a, a problem that had happened before, and I knew that worked before, and so i do that again. It was just a brand-new problem I hadn't encountered before, but all of a sudden, bing, I knew what needed to be done. And uh, I had a, one of my guys who worked for me who was a project manager. He said, ah, that's why she sits on that side of the desk, and we sit over here. <laughs> so... You might have experienced that too, that aha, that epiphany. So the next step is to get control over your intuition so you notice it when it happens and get that information that it's giving you. And again, you can improve that ability. I've done it. That's how I've gotten really good. That's how I read for tons of people. Um, and I'm always sold out and booked. And you just have to have a formalized program on how to do that. So go take a course. Read a book. Study how others do it. Take my course. You can go to my website, lmk88.com, and sign up, get some information there, or go to intuitiononly.com and get those free videos. So, I'm Lisa Kay, and you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, which is conscious living for your soul. We'll see you next time.